Now you listen to me. The most important thing that you must remember, that is, always appear half drunk. You almost think you look helpless. You understand that? Yes, teacher. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 10 of the Dragons Forever podcast. It's the end of season 1. Can you believe it? We have finally made it after nearly five years uh, on and off. We are here. It's the end. It's the finale of season one. And it's been an absolute pleasure having each and every one of you foonatics with me along the way. So this episode is going to be based on Hong Kong Legends or HKL as it was affectionately known. The infamous DVD production company that released so many classic Hong Kong movies during the 90s and early 2000s. I wanted to dedicate this final episode to Hong Kong Legends because I feel Hong Kong Legends did so much for bringing Hong Kong cinema and the wider action cinema genre to the masses. With the uptake of DVD players within the public, Hong Kong Legends positioned themselves as one of the key players in this market. It took me many, many years to complete my Hong Kong Legends collection and I was filled with joy once I'd got that completed. So I would like to say a big thanks to my friend Phil. If it wasn't for him selling me his copy of Dreadnought, I wouldn't have been able to complete my Hong Kong Legends collection. So big thanks to you, Phil. Also a big shout out to my mate Lee, who also helped me uh, take some DVDs off his hands uh, and again helped me towards the completion of my Hong Kong Legends DVD collection. There are so many people I want to thank, uh, but I think I'll keep the thanks for the end of the podcast because there's so many of you that I want to say a big thank you to because without you, this podcast season would never have got completed. Uh, I would never have probably got to the end of um, episode 10. But without further ado, let's crack on and let's get on to episode 10 of the Dragon's River podcast. And we're looking at the infamous Hong Kong Legends DVD label. Right, so as with every story, let's start at the beginning. Hong Kong Legends was a DVD distribution company uh, based in the United Kingdom. Uh, They started off uh, in the late 90s, so about 1999 is when they kicked off, uh, and they continued up until 2007. Now, one of the things that made Hong Kong Legends really stand out uh, and really become a big player in the game was the fact that they would commission brand new behind-the-scenes materials. Uh, They also got experts on Hong Kong cinema to do the audio commentaries. Uh, They really tried their utmost to give the collectors the the best possible on-screen filmic quality. They really did try also to source the best possible prints they could and then they would spend a lot of time, according to the documentary that they made on themselves, they spent in the region of 100,000 per DVD release uh, cleaning up uh, scratches and dirt from negatives that they were sent from Hong Kong and trying to digitally remaster them so they looked at the best they possibly could for the DVD market at the time. A game of chess is like a sword fight. You must think first. 
before you move. So the catalog included some really popular and famous Hong Kong films, uh, which most people will, will be aware of, including the likes of Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, Jet Li, Donnie Yen, and Michelle Yeoh. But what I'm going to do now is I want to give you a rundown of every release that came out of the Hong Kong Legends label. So why don't you sit back and I'll count down all of the films that were released by HKL. I want you guys tick them off yourselves at home and see which ones you guys have got and which ones you still need to get. Alright, get ready. 2000 AD, Armour of God, The Avenging Fist, Battle Creek Ball, Beast Cops, A Better Tomorrow 2, The Big Boss, The Black Sheep Affair, Body Weapon, Bullet in the Head, A Chinese Ghost Story, A Chinese Ghost Story 2. City Hunter, City on Fire, Crime Story, Dragon Fist, The Dragon from Russia, Dragon Lord, Dragons Forever, Dreadnought, Drunken Master, Jewel to the Death, Eastern Condors, Encounters of the Spooky Kind, The Fearless Hyena, First Option, Fist of Fury, Flaming Brothers, Full Contact, Game of Death, Game of Death 2, Hand of Death, Hapkido, Heart of the Dragon, Heroes Shed No Tears, Hitman, Hong Kong 1941, The Iceman Cometh, In the Line of Duty, Iron Fisted Monk, Iron Monkey, Island of Fire, The Killer, King of Beggars, Knockabout, Last Hurrah of Chivalry, Legend of a Fighter, Magnificent Bodyguards, Magnificent Butcher, Magnificent Warriors, The Master, Millionaire's Express, Miracles, Mr. Vampire, Moon Warriors, My Lucky Stars, Naked Killer, Naked Weapon, New Dragon Gate Inn, New Fist of Fury, New Police Story, Ninja the Dragon's Den, The Odd Couple, Once a Thief, Once Upon a Time in China, Once Upon a Time in China 2, Once Upon a Time in China 3, Outlaw Brothers, The Peacock King, Police Assassins, Police Story, Police Story 2, The Postman Fights Back, The Prodigal Son, Project A, Project A Part 2, The Protector, Purple Storm, Red Wolf, Ricky O, The Story of Ricky, The Scorpion King, Sayul Raiders, Seven Swords, Sex and Zen, Shaolin Wooden Men aka Shaolin Chamber of Death, She Shoots Straight, Skinny Tiger, Fatty Dragon, Snake and Crane, Art of Shaolin, Snake and Eagle Shadow, Spiritual Kung Fu, The Swordsman, Tai Chi Boxer, Tiger on the Beat, Trinkle Trinkle Lucky Stars, Warriors 2, Where of the Dragon, Wheels on Meals, Wing Chun, Winners and Sinners, The Young Master, Zoo Warriors from the Magic Mountain. Just to point out though, some of the films that I haven't listed, uh, that I know some of you guys are probably saying, oh, you didn't mention this and didn't mention that. Well, some of the films uh, I didn't mention is because they were either in, in collections or sort of special editions, um, or they were documentaries. So uh, just to point out a few, for example, Hero Makers, which was a documentary that Hong Kong Legends released. Um, I didn't mention that because it wasn't sort of a feature film that was released, but it's worth noting that is a another release by Hong Kong Legends. It was a documentary uh, behind the scenes looking at Hong Kong uh, action films. So that's definitely w uh, a worthy note of a release because it was a great DVD uh, to have and is a, a fully fledged DVD release by Hong Kong Legends. The Hitman was released uh, a couple of times from, from what, I, what I remember. It was released by itself as a, as a fully fledged DVD release, but it was also included on the introduction to Hong Kong Legends release, uh, which was a, a DVD retrospective uh, of the label. Some of the ones which are worth mentioning as well is that there were quite a few uh, DVDs which were released not only individually but also released as collections. So for example uh, there was a fantasy uh, swordplay collection, there was also a Jackie Chan collection itself which was sort of the police story films in there uh, and I think crime story um, if I'm not mistaken. There was also a John Woo collection, a Jet Li collection. So these films appeared not only as single releases but also as uh, collections. There's also another documentary that was released by Hong Kong Legends, which was the Jackie Chan My Story slash My Stunts. So that's also another release to, to look out for, even though it's not, like I said, not a, a fully fledged feature film. They uh, did release quite a few documentaries also. So some of the other collections that uh, you might have seen uh, would be uh, Manga in Motion. So uh, that included uh, Ricky O, 
uh, City Hunter and also Dragon for Russia. There was also the Michelle Yeoh collection. There was a Donnie Yen collection, I think, also, um, as well as obviously Jet Li collection. You also had um, Once Upon a Time in China, one, two, and three put together as a uh, as a trilogy collection. So what you may well end up finding, if you especially if you're looking to finish completing your uh, Hong Kong Legends collection, is that you might find some of the releases as individual releases, and you might find the same film also released within a collection. I guess it's up to you whether you want to own the DVD on multiple different releases. Um, I guess that's up to you, and I guess it depends on how deep your pockets are. Now it's fist. Now it's fist, son. And why not? It's also worth noting there are some releases uh, by Hong Kong Legends that you will find if you're on the trail of locating every DVD that were not released as sort of official Hong Kong Legends releases. And what I mean by that, towards the mid 2000s, so about 2005, the Agostini uh, magazines uh, were released. So this is sort of where. So the Contender Entertainment, uh, they're the guys who took over Medusa Communications, Medusa Communications being the company that owned Hong Kong Legends and Hong Kong Legends' sister sort of label, Premier Asia. Uh, they struck a deal with the magazine publisher, D. Agonstini, and they released a, a popular fortnightly magazine that included a, a DVD along with a, a magazine packed with various information about that specific title. Now, I personally decided not to repurchase those DVDs uh, again, just thinking that they were just going to be uh, duplicates of titles which I'd previously uh, already purchased because they were released with very generic sort of blue covers uh, and red titles. Um, it wasn't until years later when I was trying to complete my collection that I realised there was various releases that came with the magazine release uh, that weren't actually officially released during the sort of the heyday of Hong Kong Legends. So. Um, there were some DVDs I had to purchase once again, and they actually became very costly. So, from what I remember, there were uh, the Heroic Trio, uh, The Executioners was one with uh, Anita Moy. That was definitely one I remember uh, spending a bit of money on. There's also some Chowin Fat movies, also. Uh, Prison on Fire was definitely one of those uh, that was released in the magazine and not actually as an official, um, as an official Hong Kong Legends release. What else would there have been? Uh, a Chinese Ghost Story 3 was another one I remember having to pick up. There was also uh, the Peking Opera Blues with uh, Bridget Lin. And I do remember that being very, very rare and very hard uh, to get hold of. So yeah, there was definitely a few more. And I think there was even a, uh, a Bruce Lee release which I ended up purchasing because it wasn't on the official HK releases list. But it, were, it was a separate DVD which they released with the magazine. So. I can't remember what that is now. Maybe I'll I'll um, I'll put a message up on social media uh, later about it when it comes to me. So post the sort of Hong Kong Legends sort of era, once it had obviously been dissolved and, and, and sort of had moved on, uh, there was actually a re-release, and that re-release came uh, from the company who'd actually sort of brought up most of the uh, Hong Kong Legends company, which was E1, uh, and they ended up obviously having the Cine Asia. Uh, label so the Cine Asia uh, presents Hong Kong Legends sort of came out back 2011 uh, and sort of what you had there were some re-releases that looked just like the Hong Kong Legends original releases uh, but they had the title Cine Asia presents Hong Kong Legends so if you see some of those they they're effectively the, the, the re-releases of the original Hong Kong Legends uh, films uh, myself again uh, there were a couple of releases that came from that that I wanted but um, being a, a sort of a stickler for a completion uh, I, I, I was actually willing to pay double sometimes three times the price uh, for the original Hong Kong Legends releases as opposed to the Cine Asia sort of uh, reprints uh, again this is all up to you depending on how much you want to spend uh, to complete your collection yeah! 
there you go. It's quite a few DVDs to reel off there. I wonder how many of those titles you guys own yourselves or are uh, looking to buy and purchase so you can complete your collection. Do let me know. Now, one of the things I used to absolutely love about the uh, DVDs, uh, any DVD actually anyway, was always trying to locate to see if there were any Easter eggs. Now, from the DVDs that I've, I've got from Hong Kong Legends, I've actually only been able to find a handful of Easter eggs. So I'm going to share those with you guys now. And uh, if you guys haven't come across them, hopefully you guys can go back and, uh, and find these Easter eggs uh, yourself. So there might be some nice surprises in there for some of you if you've never come across some of these Easter eggs. So the first one that I found was for Once Upon a Time in China 3. So on the Once Upon a Time in China 3 DVD release, uh, what you'll need to do is, if you go to the special feature section, uh, you'll find interviews. And if you go into there, you'll see a silhouette of uh, Wong Fei Hung. Uh, if you give that a click, uh, you'll be treated to a short behind the scenes look of the Once Upon a Time in China uh, number one, the ladder fight sequence uh, in the end of uh, Once Upon a Time in China 1. The second Easter egg I've got for you is on the Heart of the Dragon DVD. Uh, so this hidden extra is uh, from the Japanese uh, print, so it's the outtakes footage. Uh, it can be viewed uh, by entering the trailer gallery and selecting the HKL symbol that appears on the left-hand side. Now, although the quality of the uh, of the footage isn't isn't great, uh, what I do love about this is that you get to hear Jackie Chan singing in Japanese uh, Tokyo Saturday Night whilst watching a fun selection of uh, the NGs or the No Goods. Now, I believe uh, I might be wrong here, but I'm just going by memory. I do think in the updated release of uh, Heart of the Dragon, which was released by 88 Films, so the Blu-ray version, I believe they've actually got this uh, extra on that Blu-ray. Uh, but at the time, uh, this was a really uh, great Easter egg to find. Uh, I hadn't actually seen this footage prior to finding the Easter egg on the on the DVD at the time. So um, if you don't have the Blu-ray release um, and you've got this DVD, be sure to find that extra. Uh, it's quite a cool little hidden Easter egg. All right, so moving on to Big Brother Sammo Hong. Here's an Easter egg from The Magnificent Butcher. If you go into the special features, uh, this one's pretty easy to find. Uh, it's a bit like an extra extra. Uh, it contains two photos of the real Lam Sai Wing. Um, and there's a number of stills taken from the film's uh, deleted or unused footage. Uh, simply uh, click on the Chinese writing that appear in the top right hand corner. So if you go to special features uh, in the top right hand corner, you'll see some Chinese writing. Give that a click and that will show you the stills. Now the next one I'd actually uh, not been able to remember where it was. It was uh, actually thanks to Jude Poyer online who reminded me that on the initial single release of the Bruce Lee film Big Boss, there were a couple of behind the scenes photographs or rare photographs. So you can find this Easter egg in the trailer section. If you go to the original theatrical trailer um, and click on uh, that option, a you'll see a image of Bruce Lee doing that famous high kick from the Big Boss. Uh, when you move your, uh, your DVD remote or if you've got it playing on your computer, if you move your cursor over to that uh, high kicking Bruce Lee image, uh, the words Hiya appear on screen, and if you give that a click, it will take you to some rare photographs taken by the on set photographer for the film. And it includes um, the deleted scenes where James Tien and Bruce apparently jump over uh, a burning cart. Uh, so that's a really, really cool little extra feature. Uh, worth noting if you are there, also checking out that uh, original theatrical trailer has uh, footage in it from the release 
which you don't really find in many of the places because they were cut. So that's the sort of Mandarin release back in 1976. So that itself is actually a great little special feature to have um, and the rare photos just add to that. So that's the Bruce Lee Big Boss, but it's the single disc version, not the platinum uh, disc version that Hong Kong Legends also released. If you want to dance, Ask me nicely. Now, as you can probably guess, in this episode, I'm all alone, so I don't have a guest uh, joining me. What I was able to do um, was I was able to call on uh, the fellow Funatics out there, and I was able to get you guys to send me over some sand bites and some Vox Popses uh, in regards to what were your favorite Hong Kong Legends releases. So thank you to everybody who got involved. Uh, the next part of the podcast is sound bites that have come from fellow fans of Hong Kong Legends. Uh, letting me know what their favorite Hong Kong Legends releases were. So again, let's reminisce and take a trip down Hong Kong movie memory lane. Hi, this is Sam Inglis. I'm a writer for 24 frames per second and for Hey You Guys. I've been collecting Hong Kong Legends films since the beginning of the label and I have about 75% of the collection completed at this point. My favourite Hong Kong Legends film isn't the first one I bought but it was the one that really got me into martial arts films as a whole. Sammo Hung's The Prodigal Son starring Yun Biu, Sammo himself and Lam Ching Ying. I had seen it several years before but only in the English dub which I kind of dismissed, I thought it was silly, and but I ended up finding a, a good price on it and picking it up soon after its Hong Kong Legends release and finding it completely transformed by the uh, Cantonese version. It has some of the best martial arts fights ever captured on film. It has Yun Biu and Lam Ching Ying at the height of their powers. It has Sammo Hung being broad but very, very funny and the humour translating in a way that uh, isn't typical, I find, for martial arts films. And it introduced me to a whole universe of uh, martial arts cinema and particularly to a fandom of uh, Sammo Hung. So that's why The Prodigal Son is my choice. I'm James Harker and my favourite Hong Kong Legends film has to be The Black Sheep Affair on VHS. It's got swords and kung fu and overblown emotion and it's like the greatest hits of the golden age of Hong Kong cinema. Hi, it's Colin from the Missing Muscles from Brussels episode of the Dragons Forever podcast. Hong Kong Legends, right. One of my favourite releases of theirs is Snake and Eagle Shadow. If you're a Jackie Chan fan, then this is kind of a must-see really just to get back to the roots of Jackie Chan at his early best, in my opinion. Hey guys, Jeff Turner from Action Reloaded. My favorite Hong Kong legend movie has to be Fist of Fury. That dojo fight with the nunchucks, Bruce versus the whole gym. That scene is iconic. Hi there, this is Phil Gillen, Eastern film fans, and the question was posed. What is your favourite Hong Kong Legends DVD? Well, I can certainly say there's plenty of them to choose from and a magnificent selection. Um, and there are some um, outsiders on that list, as always. I throw in curveballs. Uh, I think honourable mentions, um, um, obviously, Beast Cops, um, Ninja in the Dragon's Den, Eastern Condors, goes without saying. Um, but I think 
having those Hong Kong Legends DVDs in a time where we didn't have um, any selection or, or very little to choose from from Hong Kong cinema, um, and it was, you know, Beg Still, Borrow, or somebody had a pirated copy on VHS of something, and probably not very good quality, Hong Kong Legends was a saviour of its time. Um, for me then, so I'm picking two because I'm greedy. Um, she shoots straight with Joyce Gedenzi. Um, fantastic film. Um, it was really tough to get hold of, and it and it still is to a certain extent. Um, magnificent uh, action film. Um, Joyce at her uh, finest, and um, of course, uh, at the end of the day, it's one of those films that you know you can only get on the Hong Kong Legends label. This it's uh, it's a rarity, and the Scorpion King Operation. Um, Scorpio, um, a magnificent. It, 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 it's just gripping. Um, obviously produced by Samo Hung as well. Um, both of them uh, take pride of place uh, on my shelf, um, and they are wonderful, uh, wonderful films. Um, so those are my two from uh, Eastern Film Fans. I'm sure everybody has their favourites, but there's uh, just two of mine. Um, so thank you. You must be patient. Have some tea, clear your throat, we'll talk later. Some really, really great suggestions there by uh, fellow fans. Uh, some DVDs that I haven't seen in, in, in a long time, actually. I think I want to go back and watch some of those uh, suggestions. Uh, I must say, I totally forgot, actually, that Hong Kong Legends actually did release quite a few uh, films on VHS, so they weren't actually all on DVD uh, all the time. In the early years, they actually were uh, quite a few films that were released on VHS also, so um, that was a really good shout-out. How dare you be so rude to Mr. Lung? It's all right. Let's uh, move over to uh, a little feature that I've created for you guys. Again, for the for the fans of the DVD label, uh, the collectors, uh, or maybe just ones who have fond memories of the DVDs and might actually recall some of the DVD menu music. That's right. So what I've done is I've recorded some of the uh, DVD menu loops. Uh, that came with Hong Kong Legends and I'm going to play a little game with you guys now so just a little bit of fun why don't you guys see how many of these DVD menus you remember so just by the music just by the title music let's see if you can guess the name of the DVD release all right so let's go let's start with this one firstly Alright, so did you get it? You think you got it? Alright, so the answer to that one is Armour of God. Alright, here goes the next DVD. So that DVD was a Bruce Lee film, and it was Fist of Fury. All right, try this one. All right, you think you got it? It's a very, very famous Jackie Chan movie. It's Police Story. 
Okay, DVD number four. One of my favorite all-time movies, a Wing Chun masterclass. You must know what it is by now. It's The Prodigal Son. Okay, and finally, how about this one? Yeah, I knew you'd get this one. This one, the music just sounds like it's from the film, doesn't it? So uh, that one is Project A. I hope you guys had as much fun uh, playing that game as I did uh, looking back through those DVDs and trying to record some of the title music. I must say, there was some fantastic new music commissioned for those DVDs. Um, some really, really great ones that I didn't have time to, to add into the podcast, but... Uh, who knows, I might be able to add them up and upload them somewhere else for you guys to enjoy also. It's been all of 18 years, Mr. Tiger. Alright, so towards the end of the life of Hong Kong Legends, what we started to see were the DVD stopped having those sort of premium platinum releases uh, that were getting uh, released and they started to become a lot more bare bones. So towards the end of the Hong Kong Legends sort of life cycle, you started to get some releases called the Ultra Bit releases. And these were, to be fair, they weren't really ultra bit. The quality was no different than what we'd already seen. If anything, I'd probably say they were very similar in quality to uh, the very early releases. So uh, Drunken Master and Snake in Eagle Shadow. Uh, there was a lot of talk during uh, the late 90s and the early 2000s that those two films would get re-released. And there was a lot of, a lot of teasing that went on. Uh, online and through um, the website and things like that, that they would potentially re-release those footage with a, with, a, with a better transfer. That never happened. And I kind of feel like the Ultra Bit editions were, were like that. They never really lived up to the hype. Um, it just seemed like it was a way for Hong Kong Legends to sort of cash in uh, at the end of their um, the peak. Uh, it, looked, it felt like they were on the decline. Uh, I guess investment wasn't coming in. The demand for DVDs has probably changed as Blu-rays were starting to kick in. Um, I don't know. Maybe we all just grew up. We weren't spending the money anymore uh, on the DVDs. I don't know what it was. Hong Kong Legends actually did release quite a lot of uh, uh, films in, in Australia also. So I know a lot of uh, fellow collectors who've completed their collection by buying the Australian releases. Uh, but for me, I needed to have sort of every one that was released. So uh, and uh, the ultra bit editions uh, of films that came out, so like Fearless Aina, um, and there were some of the older uh, Jackie Chan films, the low way films, uh, they were released as, as supposedly ultra bit. These films you can find online, but they're actually quite expensive. So um, they are collector's uh, editions, but um, if you are buying them, you're probably like me and buying them just to complete your collection as opposed to buying them because the quality is going to be fantastic because uh, it really isn't. Uh, again, extra features, everything very, very bare, very, very minimal. Uh, in fact, I remember on one of the DVDs, I think I posted up on social media, I started actually also to notice there were uh, typography uh, mistakes in the DVD menus. So I just feel like at this point, I guess the staff were just like, yeah, we're on the way out anyway. We don't really care too much. Let's just get these DVDs released and let's see what money we can make off the back of them. Um, so yeah, it was a shame because 
the the DVD releases up until that point had been fantastic. The releases that they'd had, like I said, you know, just over a hundred films released, um, and supposedly they had access to two hundred films. So it's very interesting. I always wonder what films might they have released um, if they had continued to carry on, uh, and maybe you know there hadn't been such a slowdown in business. Uh, maybe key personnel hadn't moved on, or whatever the case may be. Uh, it's always something that I do wonder. Wonder what films they might have released. I am totally invincible. Years later, we as fans now have started to become treated once again, especially in, in England, in the UK. I mean, we're very lucky now. We seem to have sort of the re-emergence of that sort of, uh, that feeling uh, that and that vibe and that sort of respect for the genre that Hong Kong Legends had. Uh, we're sort of seeing that now through uh, Blu-ray companies such as 88 Films and Eureka Entertainment. A lot of great Jackie Chan movies have come from these guys, including Please Story, uh, Wheels on Meals. Uh, 88 Films have released loads of films also, like Operation Condor. 88 Films have done some great work on the restoration of some of the low-way films of Jackie's early career, and they look phenomenal. Uh, compared to the DVD uh, releases. So if you are now looking to start getting into your collection of Hong Kong films, uh, then I would say the 88 releases and uh, so 88 films and Eureka Entertainment, these guys are, are, are really are the gold standard now, especially in the UK. Uh, they are releasing some fantastic movies with some amazing restoration work and they look great. Who the hell is interrupting my Kung Fu? Thank you for joining me on this journey uh, to relive uh, the greatness that was Hong Kong Legends. So there are some great titles which are quite rare still to get hold of uh, today. Um, I'd say for myself, I think She Shoots Straight, Sex and Zen, and also Dreadnought. I'd say they were three very, very hard DVDs to, to, to come by. I wish anybody else who's out there who is a collector of Hong Kong Legends or trying to complete their collection uh, to keep going. They do come up quite often. Um, you know, check the local shops if you can. Uh, if you're in the UK, CEX seems to have so many of these films lying around. You can also buy them online. Uh, eBay definitely will have them. Uh, it just depends on how much you're willing to spend. I spent him for you. <laughs> now, before I finish up and say goodbye on this, the uh, episode 10, the finale of season one, I would like to say a big thank you to um, everybody who has got involved with this podcast. Now, whether that's the guests, thank you very much to each and every one of you who's taken the time out to join me as a guest. So um, I started the podcast by myself. I then had my friend Kazra Solder join me. Thank you to Kazra for talking through the Rush Hour trilogy with me and we relived that, which was fantastic. Uh, big thank you to uh, Eric Jacobus, the martial arts um, choreographer, uh, who joined me for uh, an episode of the podcast. Big thank you to Jeff Turner Action Reloaded. Big thank you to Jeff for helping me explore B martial arts movies that I hadn't really explored before, which was great. Uh, thanks to Colin Squire for his help, uh, helping me explore the films of Jean-Claude Van Damme. A big thank you to my friend Mikhail Ledford, who uh, we went to watch It Man 2, and then we did a review of that very early on. Mikhail would then rejoin me again with our friend Leon Smith, who also does the introduction music for uh, the podcast, where we looked at the impact of Kung Fu cinema uh, or underdog cinema on uh, ethnic minorities. That was a really fun uh, one to be able to do with you guys. So thank you for joining me on that. A big thank you also to Phil G from Eastern Film Fans who joined me uh, on episode six and we got to relive some uh, hidden gems of Hong Kong cinema. Um, it caused quite a few debates uh, online about what we believed the golden era was. So that was fun. Um, so thank you for that, Phil. 
and also I'd like to say a big thank you to Derek Doris, uh, the author who joined me uh, where we got to geek out over uh, Wing Chun movies, especially Prodigal Son, which I absolutely loved because it is one of my favourite films of all time. Those damn fingerings of his are really hurting me. His Kung Fu is extremely good. I'd also like to say a big thank you to everybody on social media who has been with me from the start, um, just you know, supporting what we're what we're trying to do, uh, encouraging me to carry on with the podcast. A big, big thank you to you all. You guys have been fantastic. Um, everyone who's ever listened or downloaded to the podcast, thank you so much for your support. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure um, over these years. I know it's took a long time to get here, uh, but I'm glad I've done it. It was a pet project that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to do a podcast for uh, sort of my my love for Hong Kong action cinema, Kung Fu cinema, and I've been able to realize that now. All right, so we have come to the end. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you to everybody who's been involved. I know I've said this before, but it really couldn't have done it without your help. Thank you to everybody who uh, was a guest and, and just anybody who has uh, contacted me uh, online and interacted with me on the social media uh, at the Dragons Forever Pod. So thank you so much, everybody. Um, I wish you well in whatever you guys are doing too. Um, and stay safe. And who knows, maybe I'll see you on season two. <laughs>